Hello and welcome to Tech Masala, a technology podcast from an Indian perspective. This is episode number 28 for the week of 17th Jan 2010. I'm Aditya and along with me, I have Sakit. Hello guys. What's up, what's up? Well, interesting stories this week. Google, China and there's a lot to talk about. A lot of, uh, yeah, Chinese hackers have been in the news since, uh, what, late last week? Yeah. And and now now even the Indian PMO has jumped in and is accusing China of hacking attempts. The the funny thing is nobody is saying that the Chinese are doing this, but attacks, uh, what do you say? Originate from China. I mean, we have actually talked about Chinese hackers before and how Chinese computers yeah. are compromised and uh, it, it, it's like they are zombie attacks. But then, uh, I mean, there have been analysts who have been commenting on the fact that China as a nation has actually focused on cyber warfare. I mean, they have a team of trained hackers on government payroll and it's not that the government is all clean. I mean, if you if you remember their previous, uh, I mean, escapades, the Green Dam Youth Escort, I mean, yeah. that software which uh, sent uh, information about your doings to the government. So, they have done nasty things. So, I, I, I wouldn't say that they aren't capable of hacking. Yeah, they are They aren't the cleanest punch. In fact, Pawan Dugal, who is the chairman of Cyber Law and IT Act Committee in India, he is saying that, you know, China is very active in cyberspace and actually has a cyber army, quote-unquote, of 3 lakh people and their only job is to try and intrude upon secured networks. Uh, I find that quite amusing. I can almost imagine 3 lakh people sitting in one very big hall. <laughs> it's like a sweatshop of hackers. Yeah, like a sweatshop of, sweatshop of hackers. Like Everybody has like a computer with a CRT screen and they are at it. Yeah, so so this this basically was kicked off. This debate was kicked off and started by uh, Google, who said that who th- actually threatened to pull out of China for repeated attacks on its servers, and and now the matter has escalated to uh, a, a a point where the the respective ministries from each countries are, are have to get involved. And American External Affairs Ministry has sent a request for information, quote-unquote, to, to the Chinese government asking for details, what is happening and what do they intend on doing about it. For Google, China was always a tricky subject because uh, it didn't actually go well with their otherwise, uh, uh, I mean, uh, otherwise uh, different uh, line that they keep doing, do no evil, because what they were doing in China was censorship and there were many things that they had to do because they wanted to do business in China. Right. So, if the company grows bigger, their obligations increase and then they have to do something which, which they may not like, but they have to do it in the interest of business. So, I don't know what exactly happened, but then Google has announced this sudden turnaround and now they are saying that uh, they are not willing anymore to censor results in China. So, Google.cn will pretty much the same as Google.com. Right. The Chinese government is not happy or they won't let them do that, then they are open to take their business away. China has been pretty firm and said that, you know, Google, just like any other international company operating in China, will have to abide by uh, all its restrictions and and firewall that they have in uh, in China etc uh, but uh, you know how it came to the fore is that google first realized about about, about the hacking when when account uh, of a, of a stanford student was targeted by someone sitting in china and they realized the name of the student is tenzin selden a 20 year old sophomore at stanford university 
she basically logged on to her Gmail account from New York and and and, and people at Google realized that there is someone logged on simultaneously from China and yeah. you know they immediately gave uh, this person a call and tried to find out about her and apparently she she turned out to be the regional coordinator of students for a free tibet mm-hmm. which sort of triggered the thought that china might be attacking specific accounts of uh, of people who are involved in activities that are not really pro china China always has a touchy history with issues like Tibet or Tiananmen Square and it has done possibly all it can to suppress uh, uh, this information and I mean whenever these issues crop up I mean China gets sensitive and uh, I don't know this was like a slightly unorthodox line taken by them if at all we are to assume that the, the Chinese government authorized this I mean Google has not said that Google has in their blog post they said that the attacks originated from China right. but they have like indirectly said that the chinese government had something to do with it and and you never know china is actually a pretty screwed up country i mean they had the massive phone crackdown i mean a couple of weeks ago and then we talked about green dam of course and funnily enough last week they also blocked imdb of all things i mean the international movie database wonder i wonder what they did wrong they were at the receiving end as well but apparently uh, you know uh, on on all the sites they are saying that Uh, this was a very sophisticated attack but he has actually meant, uh, mentioned what a sophisticated attack the word sophisticated is very ambiguous but w- what we know here is that uh, uh, they i mean people were able to get into certain google accounts and read the subject lines of the messages uh-huh. so all that they were that they were able to do i mean I, i don't know subject lines don't sound so scary as being able to read the entire message but i'm sure you can glean a lot of information and if you have a network of uh, i mean the police and the military that china has even little information and they can do great damage yeah and and once once they realize in fact what happened was once they realized that the stanford students account was hacked google actually took over her computer to see if there were any, if there was any malware installed or any malicious software in for, installed on her computer and there was nothing like it so so what they are saying is that the attack was so well coordinated that it targeted a few people it went in got their passwords and then wiped off uh, all the traces that it might have left that count as a sophisticated attack i don't know but i don't know but so a good news from from google's front is that from now on gmail's login by default is going to be https instead of http and i have a reason to believe that this had something to do with the triggering of that but i'm surprised that it all wasn't already https you Because could actually access https but if you it defaulted to http now it will be the other way around which is a uh, good now let's look at this topic from a non tech point of view if you will now tell me saket how is this diff- now google is making such a big deal out of it saying that we'll pull out of the country etc but i mean we know that chinese people probably have spies in india indians have spies in china china has spies in us us has spies in china so we i mean we just live in that sort of a world so having having spies on uh, on the ground is now considered to be okay but hacking someone's email address is 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 blasphemy you know 
I think that is the reason they wanted because I mean I, I think Google was already fed up with China, but it was something so big that they couldn't just bail out. I mean they were. I mean Google has claimed that they had a great uh, financial year uh, in China, but I mean still you must recognize the fact that they were way behind Baidu, uh, which is the Chinese Google actually. I mean, yeah, if you Baidu has has 63.9%. And, and I mean I was reading a column by Robert Scoble. I mean earlier this. afternoon and i mean what i have read is that i mean all companies are you know wary of i mean china because there is a great opportunity there there is lots of money to be made but then you have to play by the government's rules and you never know what the government might do to you i mean uh, you go go there with a the product like for example you go there with a the product like foursquare which is like this uh, location api thing yeah. and uh, soon enough there there is going to be like a cap copycat foursquare in china and which will pretty much be exactly the same like your foursquare and in, in the sense that the users first first get used to the american product and then there's a rival chinese product which comes up and then google suddenly bans the american product so basically it short changes the businesses so uh, i'm sure uh, i mean google was uncomfortable with all of this and if you look at it i mean the prophecy has been self fulfilling i mean the android deal that google had with china i mean they were supposed to launch these uh, android phones with china unicom and yeah. there was supposed to be big money in there now that is in a limbo and i mean the the, the event for the launch for that has been cancelled and now some sources are saying that google is threatening to launch its own android phones i mean given that android is open source they can actually do that yeah but but uh, you know talking about android phones and the google launched nexus 1 uh, at just before ces and then the, the the first week sales numbers were out and it isn't doing that well they have managed to sell only 20000 units compared to iphone's 1.6 or 5 million units that it sold when nothing can actually beat the iphone and so soon i mean maybe you're expecting too much out of that phone and i i don't think that's such a great phone per se i mean it okay it comes with a 1 gigahertz processor etc yeah. and i mean google is even going ahead calling it the super phone which i think is quite stupid i mean you already have a vague term like smartphone why just add to the confusion but <laughs> anyway it's, it's up to them So I mean coming back to the story while Google is leaving China Microsoft and Yahoo are I mean they have been questioned about this and they are very clearly they intend to do the business and Steve Ballmer went ahead and gave the state statement that Microsoft had no problems uh, complying with laws of the nations that it operated in so that was like a snide remark against Google Yeah in fact he in fact he said yeah we always face these attacks we have been facing these attacks for a long time uh, so you know it's not a surprise to us Actually, not just Microsoft or Yahoo. I think a lot of these people are facing attacks. And I mean, if you move on to the next story from this point on, uh, 34 companies have been attacked in that same time period. And I, I, I think, uh, uh, and this story is about uh, primarily Microsoft's IE browser taking a beating because uh, I mean, Microsoft itself has admitted that this Google China attack. Uh, I mean, one vector for that attack was IE6. I mean, an insecure IE6. I mean, there was a phishing attack and then there was uh, some malware installed and uh, in in the sense that apparently these two attacks are separate uh, the one with the students uh, email id is getting hijacked but apart from that uh, uh, there seems to be uh, Uh, an attack on IE6, and that's what Microsoft itself has admitted, and uh, even McAfee, which is the antivirus maker. I mean, they also have discovered that. And, I mean, they've called that a watershed moment in cybersecurity. <laughs> but we always knew that it was an insecure browser. Uh, but now, even you know, it countries have started advising their citizens of stop using yeah. IE. 
two countries in the European Union, Germany and France, both of them in quick succession, have issued notices to their public to stop using IE. I mean, Germany, uh, I mean, goes as far as mentioning that uh, uh, citizens are advised not to use IE, period, which means IE6, IE7, IE8, any IE. Uh, France at least has given some sort of a specific notice about IE6 and they have said, that, okay, if you can, if you want to use IE, you can use IE, but make sure you turn off the ActiveX, which, I mean, that's a very much maligned technology which Microsoft has in the browser. And I mean, otherwise switch to another browser, but this is very bad news for Microsoft. Their market share, I mean, for the browser, I has been falling, I mean, consistently over the past two years and uh, especially bad in the EU, actually, where Firefox has, I mean, gained some dominance. But talking about browsers, Mozilla has apparently dropped developing 3.7 midway and has switched to a more frequent feature updates. So they have changed their development style. I think they are taking a leaf out of Chrome's book because if you see Google Chrome, that thing updates on the fly and you don't even know. I mean, I haven't updated Google Chrome on my own, but whenever I go to help and about or on the Mac, it is actually Google Chrome and about. And it says uh, that I am running the most uh, up-to-date version. And I don't know, somehow it magically updates itself. And this is this is basically happening uh, because you know small updates are being pushed out every day or every or whenever they they are available and 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 Chrome is not waiting for uh, waiting to release features per se. You know whatever comes out is being released. Yeah, they just release it, and that's actually great uh, for Firefox. I mean, if you come back to that, because uh, they have had a very bad history of updates. If you remember, uh, I mean, if we go and tell you that a new Firefox is available, now you're switching from 3.5.2 to 3.5.3, and it will make you download the whole 9 MB or whatever it is, and install it all over again. I mean, overwrite the old installation. That's actually quite messy. I mean. Yeah. I would want incremental updates to happen seamlessly, like hotfixes. And I, I guess that is what is going to happen from now on. I mean, and also now, given the fact that the features also will start, uh, I mean, releasing along with these updates, I mean, security updates, uh, people might be able to uh, able to stay up to date with Firefox much easier because people they just get one version of Firefox and then it comes out and says, okay, do you want to update? You're like, no, 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 not now. Yeah. And end up running an older browser and then you hate it. So I think this is a better move. Yes. Uh, let's see. I mean, wh- what is, what is, I wonder what IE's style of deployment is. They, they so deploy- it has updated itself through Windows Update. I mean, that's yeah. just... Uh, it's the dahez that comes with it, actually. <laughs> right. Like, the, the, so the security updates go through what Patch Tuesdays it is called? Yeah. Thankfully for Microsoft, these are hot fixes, and at least uh, that's something Mozilla needs to learn from Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Moving on to the next story that we have, where the, the, this this particular story is like kids fighting with each other. Here, Apple wants Nokia's U.S. imports to be blocked, and it has asked the International Trade Commission to act on it uh, because of a patent dispute that it has with Nokia. I guess Apple and Nokia have been fighting since October and and it's ridiculous. 
I mean, Nokia started that. They said that um, <laughs> whatever, like Apple phones, uh, the iPhone apparently, they, that that it infringes uh, patents on you know 2G, 3G, and Wi-Fi, and that Apple was actually getting a free ride on Nokia's innovation. That's actually a very bold statement to make, given that uh, I mean, Nokia phones uh, really, I mean, in the smartphone category as well. I mean, if they're actually competing with the iPhone, I mean, right. I mean, they can't even I mean hold a candle to the iPhone, and right. it's ridiculous. I mean, you feel like telling Nokia that why don't you focus on making great products instead? You know, I mean, ditch that Symbian operating system, get that Linux thing out there, and make some good products instead of just crying. And and I honestly, I I wouldn't make no secret of the fact that I'm a bit of an Apple fan. But in this case, I'm even disappointed in Apple. That I mean, this is like a two-two meme fight. You know, now Apple is saying that uh, I don't know that you are infringing some 13 iPhone patents. That that's Apple saying that to Nokia and saying that you're copying our design. You're copying our ideas and so on and so forth, and it's ridiculous. And the Nokia, Nokia moved on to say that even uh, the Apple iMacs and the iPhones they are infringing Nokia patents on digicams and antenna and power, and both of them are asking the ITC to ban the others' products. And ITC so far, which is the uh, International Trade Commission, has you know they have they haven't heard any of the arguments from either of the companies, and they are turning a deaf ear. so far and uh, th- these issues are still pending so we don't know what's going to happen they say that this issue will not be resolved in this year and will probably go on to Yeah. 2011. Given that this issue will wait till 2011 for resolution, Apple and Nokia might as well come to some sort of an understanding and just stop fighting and get on with life. That is that is what will happen. I mean that you see, I mean Nokia has said that you are infringing on 10 patents. Apple is saying 13 patents that you have stolen from us. They'll just say, okay, chill, pitos, you know, and and get done with it. They don't want to. Pitos is actually a great word, but uh, <laughs> yeah, talking about patents, you know, I I have always had you know bad feelings about the whole concept of software patents because when you patent something which is I mean which is hardware, which is real and which is flesh and bone or whatever you call it, I mean it, it at least has some meaning to it. I mean. Uh, and uh, software is just so vast and i mean so too many people can think the same idea and i think they are restricting innovation i mean imagine that if nokia was actually able to get the iphone banned because of some patent thing that would be ridiculous i mean even microsoft the company which i mean files for a patent every thursday I mean, even they had a problem with Microsoft Word, and they had to. Um, I mean, they can't sell it in the U.S. till they fix it, and they're supposed to apply a patch to that, which removes certain technology which is infringing on somebody else's patents. So this is actually a mess. I, I think the whole category of patents and software should be ruled out. I mean, the world will be much uh, a much uh, easier place to live in. Imagine if Tim Berners-Lee had patented HTTP. HTTP www. I mean, that would have been awesome, right? No, it would not have been awesome. We he would have, he would have owned the internet. I guess yes, but yeah. it also has spread so much. I mean, openness counts for something. The internet itself might be a different. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it it wouldn't have been today's internet if uh, he would have done that. It would be like a P2P network, honestly. Yep. So uh, those were the topics that we had. Did I miss out anything, Sakit? No, not really. And I think this was a very crisp show, if I may say so. A quick fire show with yeah. Google and Chinese hackers dominating the show uh, for this week. But uh, I hope you guys have subscribed to our RSS feeds using iTunes or any other readers that you use. 
please do that or updates will automatically be pushed out to you you can also log on to www.theindicast.com and download the mp3 file um you can leave comments you can send us emails at techkamasala@theindicast.com with questions or any any, any suggestions that you might have for uh, any uh, random geekiness whatever comes to you exactly so uh, that's about it don't forget to follow saket on twitter he is i'm at v u l t u r o that's kulturo and i am available at ac mahatri so don't forget to do that so until next week bye 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 guys ಗಣೇಶ ಲಂಬೋದರ ಸೋಹೆ ಭುಜಾಚಾರ ಏಕ ದಂತ ಚಂದ್ರಮಾಲ ಲಾಟ ರಾಧೆ ಬ್ರ